little bit of a souls victoria mother here from soul healing tribe and the awakening the healer within training program.com and today i want to continue with the Karen the wonder healer series and i think we're up to the 11th house so Karen in aquarius this is an interesting one and i found it quite um it took me forever to get here um, almost like I didn't even know if I wanted to get here. Like I almost wanted to give up doing the, doing the series. I don't know why. So anyways, the more I dive deeper into the energy of Aquarius, there were quite a few things that were actually quite interesting to me. Um, cause I never really felt attracted to Aquarius energy like that. Like I am now after tapping in to get what I needed to get. So let's start. And I think one of the things that I found fascinating is that the more I tap into this Aquarius energy, even right now, it's like everything is moving within me. This, I see it as the wounds, the deep, deep wounds of those that are life workers and star seeds that are taken or put here for a mission, but they might feel like they don't belong here. So this is the Aquarius energies, the wounds of belonging, like deep wounds of feeling out of it, like outside of it, like outside of the group, outside of the family, outside of the planet, outside of the communities. So they don't, or the workplace, so they don't feel uh, if you have quarry, um, the wonder healer in Aquarius, you're going to feel like, I don't feel like I belong. I am different. And you feel that difference. So it keeps you a little away. And it's hard for you to feel like you can connect deeply with people. So I found after tapping into this energy that I, I fell in love with the energy of Aquarius. And as we all know, we're moving into the Aquarius age, you know, like the Aquarius, you know, sometimes we say things and we don't, so I try not to say things unless I understand what they mean. Now I understand what they mean, the Aquarius age and everything that is coming, right? So when we think about the wounds of the wonder healer in Aquarius, we're going to feel that deep belonging wounds, like I don't belong here. I And maybe you really want to belong, but you don't feel like you belong, you feel different. Also a disconnection, like a deep disconnection, um, even lack of meaningful relationships. So here we have someone that may be deeply hurt because they feel like no matter what they do, they don't belong, no matter what they do, they are not understood. They don't have that meaningful connection with others, with the family units, friends, co-workers, uh, partners, or whoever it is. So, you know, like, yeah, it's just that energy of separation is very big and you can feel it. So for those that don't remember to check out the initial uh, Karen series introduction, um, this is in the beginning of the series. You're going to have to look for that. Um, my, if I remember, I'm going to put a link here. And the reason why is because it's important for us to know what it means. The wonder healer is that mythology of Charon, the philosopher, the teacher, the healer. He was able to do everything to heal everybody, to understand everybody by himself. When he got poisoned with his own medicine, 
he couldn't heal himself. So he sacrificed himself and eventually his sacrifice paid off. So go back to that initial introduction so that you can truly understand um, the ins and outs of why we want to really look into this current mythology and the wounded healer and why it's important, why it actually makes sense because it's something that we're carrying for many, many generations, maybe even multiple numerous lifetime and definitely here now in this reality, you have those wounds that are so deep within you that sometimes you don't even know that you have them because it just feels like it's it's never going to go away. It's part of your DNA structure, right? Because it's something that you really need to work on here. So I want to encourage you to do that. So let's continue with the uh, wounded healing Aquarius and, and let's break down what does it mean to have the deep wounds of this connection and belonging and meaningful relationships and stuff like that. We, when we look at Libra, we know they have partnership issues, right? In this case, we're talking about friends, colleagues, partners, fam, anyone. And these people have a lot of humanitarian energy. They really care. And they, because they're so different, they feel different. They may be the ones talking about um, rice for animals, the nature, um, plants, and people with disability and stuff like that. They have a lot of humanitarian energy. However, because they're so different, they belong in small groups. They don't feel like they can belong everywhere. The problem when they belong in that small group is, is that they might overdo it to feel like they're valuable, to continue to stay accepted and welcome. But because they overdo it sometimes, then they get, um, they get separated from that mentality because they might take it too far. So, so when we think about the wounds of Aquarius, the deep wounds of disconnection, acceptance, belonging, soulful, that energy in relationships that come from the heart, right? These are wounds that are so deep that they might feel like you have holes in your heart. When you really concentrate on that energy, feeling like, I don't belong here. I don't this place is messed up. Uh, you know, you might see the planet in a different way because you come from other places that have very high vibrations, so frequency. So you might see like something is off here. These humans are weird. And you might look eccentric, hippie, or just different in general. So Aquarius, um, they tend to feel unvalued and unloved. So they have to try really hard and work on themselves to feel like what they are receiving is true the love and value and acceptance and welcoming that they are receiving is true, but they don't feel it that is true. So they have to constantly fight with those feelings of feeling like this person is not being real with me because I don't feel truly value. I don't feel truly love. And sometimes it's just because of your own perception of your wounds that you don't recognize how much they care for you and how much they love you. So let's consider that the 11th house is about friendships, groups, humanitarian causes, collective consciousness. So you might be tapping into a lot of feelings of other people not feeling value and love, and that amplifies the frequency that you carry within you in order for you to work through that. So a lot of the things that you might be feeling might be collective consciousness feelings. If 
that makes sense. I hope it makes sense. So naturally, one of the deepest wounds with, with, you know, the wound of healing Aquarius is that they can feel the collective shapes, the ups and now, and that can drive them down and up. So it's until they get in balance, that wave can really take them for a ride, especially as you advance in spiritual finding your spiritual place within you, within the community, within the collective and, and the values that you bring forward, right? Because um, sometimes I think you might feel as a wounded healer in Aquarius that you can be seen. You know, I have a lot of dreams of being naked with people where, where people can see me and sometimes I'm embarrassed and sometimes I'm like, oh, who cares? But I think for those that are Aquarius that have this type of dreams might be showing them how much they're afraid of being truly seen, of being truly a mirror for others, because then they can, they're going to be able to see those holes within them. Other people are going to be able to see your holes. And that's going to even create even more separation, you think, because other people are going to be able to see your holes, your wounds, your suffering, your pain. And that, that can be that could be a very faulty assumption on your part because the more people see your real authentic self, the more they tend to welcome and like you. So getting over that um, idea and feeling that other people are judging you, that other people are thinking that you're different, weird, um, unloved, unvalued, and uh, no, you know, when you feel unloved and unvalued, basically it's unworthiness, right? So you got to, you got to definitely do some work here. So let's consider, one of the things that I think we need to consider when we think about the collective consciousness is that some of these people might not even know that they're working for the collective consciousness. And because they have a lot of humanitarian traits, they are going to be very like, this is the right thing to do for these people that don't have the rights to, they don't have the ways to speak. They cannot express themselves. So I'm going to go and fight for them. The only problem is when it's too much. And the other problem is when it's not enough because you're not doing your mission, you're not completing your mission. So balance of that is key. So these people with the wounded healer in Aquarius are going to tend to feel unsafe because they don't feel like they belong here. If they're not going through the healing process, they're going to feel unsafe, they're going to feel ungrounded, just very separated and disconnected from everything, from everyone, including family members, friends, and so on, the community, just humans in general, right? Like that disconnection, like why am I here? And why are these people so weird? And I do have a lot of those clients where they're like, I'm just looking at it from outside because I cannot deal with this mess, right? So that huge separation can come from many, many lifetimes. And the more that is there because you haven't worked and you haven't accomplished it in other lives, the more deeper you're gonna feel it here. So you might feel very eccentric, you know, like when I wear these clothes, which is every day, and I go places, people say, oh, that is so weird, or that is so hippie, or that is so uh, ethnic. And I'm like, either way is fine, right? But for some people, it's like, I would never wear that. So for those that are Aquarius, they will wear stuff like that and they will be okay with that, but they know that it will create a separation. So it's almost sometimes doing it to even create more separation where if you're going through your healing process or already have healed that, you're going to do it because you love to do what you do, regardless of what other people think. I hope that makes sense to you because, you know, sometimes we do things because we think we want them, but sometimes it's because it's going to 
confirm what you already feel about yourself, right? So yeah, so what else can I tell you about the wounded healer in Aquarius? Um, I think one of the things that I want to do is go back to what is the definition of the age in Aquarius? Because a lot of people talk about it and it's like, what is it? Like, let's be honest. Like, do you really understand what the age of Aquarius mean? Why is it going to last over 2000, maybe 160 years? And, you know, like, when do we really enter? Some people think we already enter. Some people don't know. And, you know, like we're coming out of Pisces and anyway, so when we think about the age of Aquarius, and I think we got to go back to the myth. What is the myth of the Aquarius? So that then I can give you a quick story and maybe help you a little bit more about what does it mean, right? Because when, okay, let me give you a, a dream that I had. I had a dream that in 21, 20, um, 2,154 years, which is a hundred and something years from now, right? That that we were going to go to college and I was at Cornell and I, I walked into school and there was a room with many crystals and from that room we could go anywhere we wanted we could do traveling to the multiverse and then there was another area where people were doing medicine ayahuasca um, as part of the orientation program and I was like oh my god they're doing this in orientation that's crazy wow and it's like that is the age of Aquarius where we're going back to the beginnings we're going back to coming and being one with Gaia and who we are right that's the quickest definition that I can give you so when we think about the age of Aquarius um we can also it can also represent the myth of um, what, what was the name? Um, Jenny B, Jenny B, Jenny I don't know how to pronounce that name. I probably should go into the story so you know what I'm talking about. So, okay, so th- let's go back quickly over the age of Aquarius. The age, many people, astrologers, obviously, think that Aquarius is that time when humanity is going to take control back of the earth and we're going to become one with nature and we're going to become maybe farmers and we're going to be, ha- we're going to have, interesting technology that is going to do different things and it's going to help us do merge science with spirituality and you know going back to the basics right going back to nature going back to the old times Atlantis Lumerian times maybe even Egyptian times maybe part of Africa when this was common sense not like now where we have to like channel to see if we can get something different because you know we're just learning this like we're babies again, right? So going back to becoming one with Gaia, being one with understanding that we are collectively one, consciously at the higher level of who we are, we're one. So we are going back to that age when we realize that we are one, that we realize that nature has everything that we need, that we can communicate with those beings that control nature and all the different facets of what it means the elements and so on right so going back to that understanding that humanity we all are superhumans we are it's almost like expanding the consciousness so that we can be everything that we are that we are supposed to be right so 
is um, a lot of experimentation with different things and learning different things. Anyway, so the age of Aquarius is quite interesting because we're going to be back in harmony with Gaia, right? So that is the biggest thing that we need to understand. We are going to be completely in harmony with Gaia. And because of that, it represents how we become supernatural through the process of understanding that we are part of the trees, we're part of the animals, we're part of the air and the fire and this and that and the water. Anyway, so if we go into a little myth about Greek mythology, about I think it was Ginny, Johnny Bean, Johnny Mead, the guy that was, he was like a, you know, the guy on, on the Aquarius that is holding the, the, the cup. Johnny Bean, I think is, is the name. So Johnny Bean in Greek mythology represents a boy, a very handsome boy that was kidnapped by Zeus. And Zeus obviously liked him. And back in those days, you know, like apparently, this is one of the stories and there are many stories. Apparently back in those days, it was normal for boys or girls to be lovers of the gods. So apparently, you know, he was a over, he was a, teenager um and Zeus liked him so he turned into an ego took him to his place and made him basically his slave because he was the one that carries the cup the wine of cups serving him the wine of cup wherever he went so eventually Genevieve feels like you know I'm just a slave I'm gonna I'm gonna stop serving and all the wine basically flows earth so Zeus realizes that he hasn't been a nice guy. So he gives him immortality in exchange to apologize. But he apologizes by giving him immortality and giving the constellation of Aquarius. So the story here is that when the slave that was carrying that wine, a cup, decides not to serve the gods, he was a farmer. So when he decides not to serve the, the gods anymore, he flows the earth. So uh, with that comes great cleansing, right? So we're talking about farming, cleansing, serving humanity, etc. So you, we can see within that quick, very, very, very short story, the definition of what it means, the age of Aquarius, we're going back to nature, becoming one with Gaia, serving humanity, the collectively, the collective as a whole, and cleansing and going back to being one in harmony, because in order for us to be in harmony, we first have to release everything that doesn't serve us anymore, right? So, yeah, I think that story is actually kind of fun because it helps us understand like you know at the end of the day Aquarius is an air sign it's a sign that represents a lot of cleverness humanitarian traits originality eccentricity right like these people are super interesting I find that they are interesting because they're they can be weird in their own way and they can be very innovative. I don't know if weird is the right word, but they can be very innovative. So they bring a lot of originality and new beginnings, right? So when you think of Aquarius, you're thinking about a lot of mental processing and exploration, mental exploration of the mental planes, uh, emotional planes, um, but not emotional like the water signs, but more like scientifically looking at things that some other people might know, right? So a lot of tendencies to speak up and express things because they need to be the voice. They need to be the voice for those that don't have a voice. So when we consider the wounds, um, 
a lot of the wounds could be low self-esteem, overthinking because they're always in their mind, being super critical, being um, afraid of being vulnerable, right? Um, people pleasers, not having boundaries. So when you're gonna help people and use your abilities, you are going to do the same thing that you need to overcome and help people to increase their self-worth, to increase the ability to make strategic decisions, to be um, to set boundaries that are healthy for themselves before anybody else, right? To understand how things that some other people may, you know, a lot of these people might, if they're very, very, very low in their self-esteem, they might be in very, um, narcissistic partnerships and relationships. So these people are very unique though. A lot of innovative intelligence, um, it's just very like, it reminds me of the energy of the Oguns, the warriors, like these people got it. Like they know how to be strategic, very determined. They can make things happen no matter where they are, right? Unless their self-esteem is a little low. So when you think about what you can do for others, increasing the self-esteem and increasing the strength to do things, to think strategically is key in this case. Very charismatic, like these people can be like very reliant, like re reliant um, where you can, know, you know that you can depend on them. So how do you use that though? I think one of the biggest things that I see people um, when, when I connect to this energy is doing things that are collective consciousness, like roadmaps. It's funny because what I'm seeing is like roadmaps of Greece and stuff like that. So I see different people that have this energy holding up the degree across the planet. So they might be doing a lot of work that they don't know that they're doing. They might be waking up really tired thinking like, oh my God, I went to sleep, but I'm so tired. And why? Not knowing why. So the more that you develop your abilities, you're going to be able to acquire some of the other elements that you need in order for you to harness your abilities and make them useful here now, right? So some of the things that you will be doing for others, it's going to have a lot to do with your throat energy center, helping others with their throat energy center, as well as the root, the lower chakras, because you, you tend to have a lot of qualities that can easily turn the lower chakras into activation. Like you can help people activate lower chakras by allowing your energy to be exchanged with these people, just because you have a lot of those traits naturally. So um, I don't know what else I can tell you. I think I'm going to leave it here. I think I rumble on. I'm going to leave it here and I'll see you guys on the next one. The next one is the final one. So I'm super excited. Yay, I did it. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you.